0: Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places, others won't. Diving into the nitty gritty how to's of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft. And a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Figure event podcast. I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. Hey, and welcome to the six figure event podcast. I'm Alicia May, your host, and today we have a lovely guest. Her name is Claire Chapman of Claire Louise Chapman Coaching. We are going to be talking all about mindset today and how it can help you through the stressful process of an event. So, Claire, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much, Lucia. Great to be here with you. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So, Claire, why don't you tell us more about yourself and what you do, who you help. Um, We'd love to hear more about you.
1: Sure. So yeah, I'm a transformational coach. So I help women to um, basically transform through areas of their life and helping them to actually create their success that, um, from within. So rather than telling, you know, ladies what to do, it's helping them discover themselves. And I use a theory um, that I call the circle of success. And it's basically where it takes you through four steps of discovering your success, how you embody your success, how you create it, and how you expand it. But success for me, so within my coaching, it hasn't always been like this. Um, Going back to the year 2013, I was in a very much different state. I was labelled with depression, bipolar, Mm -hmm. uh, going through divorce with two very young children, and really did hit rock bottom in life and there was a moment right there where I was led out on the sofa one day and I could see my children and it literally was like a silent movie I couldn't hear anything and everything went still and I heard the words come through to me self-help and I had no clue at that time what on earth it was but I'd literally hit Rock bottom, I got to a stage in my life where I was like, This isn't what life's supposed to be for me. I'm not actually living. I'm just sort of, you know, surviving. And I was ready, you know, to try and quit life. And then I heard these words and I thought, What have I got to lose? So I researched self help and, yeah, dug into this whole new development of looking at myself, you know, what triggered me? What do I want? And really starting to use mindset which pulled me out of that. Um, it's given me success now. I have an amazing relationship with a guy um, who I've been with for just over oh, four years soon, actually coming up. And um, family life's great. Starting up my own business, I'm really, really turning life around and transforming.
0: That's incredible. I can't believe that you were just, I love that you said slow motion, Because I could actually picture that in my mind, just laying on the couch and just drowning out everything and feeling that way. So I can definitely relate. I think a lot of women can relate to that because there's been moments in our lives where we didn't picture this is where we wanted to be. (laughs) So definitely can relate. And I love that. So tell me about how you actually made that decision and made it took the first step because a lot of people and it also relates to an event a lot of people are afraid to talk to take the first step no matter what it is in their life
1: yeah i think for me you know it it was the rock bottom but i do believe you don't have to hit rock bottom um to be able to transform your life because there's many different areas you know people want to transform their wealth, they want to transform their career or their relationship or their relationship with themselves. So you kind of get to that state where you start looking and feeling through your emotions and physically how you feel. You know when you don't feel good. right? And then you know when you do feel good. So when you feel good, you're obviously doing something that makes you happy, makes you feel good, you're in alignment. But there'd be an area in life where women don't feel happy where they do feel depressed and compressed, which was literally for me, my soul inside of me was being so compressed. I wasn't living the life, the blueprint that I thought life was meant to be. Um, So for me, it was obviously, I heard those words, I researched self-development, and I thought, you know what? The medication wasn't getting me any better. It was keeping me stable, yeah. Uh, The therapy the same. I wasn't getting any better. I still wasn't lighting up my soul within. And for me, it was just if I could just get through Mm -hmm. one day at a time, if I could try and think positively Mm -hmm. and have some inspiration throughout the day. So I reached for books. I reach for YouTube videos, whatever I could do. You know, um, I didn't know about coaches back then. I was in such a deep place. A coach to me, you know, it wasn't even right. on my wavelength. You know, <laughs> um, but obviously knowing that now, that's why I have a coach. That's why I invest in programs because we are always forever grow in spirits our spirits want to grow you know we want to to grow and and have different things and experience new things and and it's Absolutely. like a relationship like when you first get in a relationship everything's great and then <laughs> after a period of time we go oh but you know you're not so romantic anymore or you don't buy the flowers anymore because we get in a stagnant state and That's a lot right. of people do come out of relationships Because they think, oh, this isn't right. But actually, it just needs the spark, you know, putting that into it. What did you used to do? Just one thing at a time. So for me, it was just taking one step, one day. For me, in that state was as long as I can get through today, then I've got through another day.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I love that theory. I love that whole feeling that you've got this. Right? from from the moment that you decided to one day at a time it was it was almost like okay you, you didn't look at the week and you didn't look at the next month or six months and what if you just lived in the same moment um, of the day and said yes I'm gonna seize the day basically so I love that kind of feeling that you you really talked yourself you know almost into like I can do this I can do this and then you you did it. <laughs> you did it so successfully that you're here, you know, X amount of years later and you're really just conquering life itself. So, right. let me ask you this because you're a mindset, you're a coach, you, you work with a lot of women that are probably not in a great, maybe, you know, mindset. How do you think it can relate to an event? Because I get a lot of people, a lot of clients coming to me and they always say to me, well, down the road, I will be ready for an event. Or I'm not ready yet because of X, Y, and Z. Or they have these excuses, right? And, and so I think a lot of people also think of these events that have to be hundreds and hundreds of people. But how can women get over the mindset of they can't do an event because, in your opinion?
1: Yeah, well, I think um, this is the problem. We, we have these big visions, And then we have no idea how, so we get overwhelmed. And it is just taking that one step at a time. Like if you had a conversation with somebody first, then that's an event. If you have five people sat in front of you, that's an event. And you will never be ready. I don't think you will ever be ready. But so you can, you know, make that decision. Well, you know, you're gonna have to take some messy action. If you're not used to doing something, you're going to hit some fear. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But this is the whole beauty in growth. I love, I love it. I love that. Um, so I love work a lot with visualization. And it's, it's funny, actually, because my big visualization, uh, visualization right now is being on stage, is being and an dizzying. inspirational speaker. But you're not just going to zoom yourself up and jump in front of an audience of <laughs> hundreds of people. However um you can start to write your script what do you want to say to people at an event how would your event look how many days would it be start to plan it out now and get in the vibration so it doesn't seem something that's huge and overwhelming and i have no idea how start to break it down and come from a place from the future see yourself Mm -hmm. holding your event how many women will be there and then come back and start to write the script. Start to kind of, you know, energetically in your mind or visionary or on your computer. Start to create that event. And then you can see, oh, actually, I have content. Oh, I know what my colors are going to be. Right. Oh, I know where I need help. And before you know it, you've got this event already. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you know? That's right. But if, you, if you wait for that, um, I will do it later. I will, it won't happen. That's right. It's like anything, Alicia, it's who you surround yourself with. We don't all have the skills for everything that we require. So if you're not an organizer, if you're not a planner and you don't know how this stuff works, then you hang out with people like yourself.
0: That's right. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that you said the visualization too and sitting in the, in the energy and the vibration because... A lot of people just think that they have to just book a venue, right? And they have to just go and, and do that. That's the first step of the event. But what you said, you have to actually plan the event before you're ready for it. And I do a lot of visual, um, visualization exercises, affirmations, as well as vision boards. Um, yes. Do you do vision boards in your business as well for your clients?
1: Um, yeah, I get them to do the vision boards. Yeah, I believe in that completely. I've got a huge one in my office. Um, because oh my it, gives you, um, it gives you inspiration, it makes you feel good. So you start to get in alignment with your dreams. Um, so maybe, yeah, you know, having an image of yourself at the front of a crowded room, um, have a picture of you inside a room. What's your room look like? Is it outside? Is it inside? So you start to yeah, energetically create what you want. And yeah, I'm all about affirmations, um, you know, taking messy action. We don't all have the answers. Um, right. And it's not always gonna happy, um, happen straight away. You think of people like Tony Robbins, you know, stands in front of crowds of thousands of people. He didn't just go from nothing to there. <laughs> he started off, and he started to have the right habits i'm all into habits at the minute and um everybody has a habit right now but if they're not happy with their results then they're doing the wrong habits or they may not even be aware of their habits so think about if you're going to hold an event what habits now could you start getting into um, on a daily basis you could be visualizing you could be doing meditation you could be creating your vision board you could be breaking down your days of your plans. You know, so you keep the fire going within you. I love that. Because if you don't don't energetically or physically do anything, then the fire goes out, the fear kicks in, and the event doesn't happen.
0: That's right. And I do want to talk about fear, because you and I had a great conversation a couple of weeks ago about just the fear creeping in, and, and how does that... There's a lot of fear, I think, associated with the event itself. And there's a lot of fear. Sometimes when you're actually really prepared, you do all of these things, especially with my coaching clients. We, do, we go through the visualization. We go through weeks and weeks. And then the event is next week. And that fear starts to kick in because of whatever reason. In their mind, they say, I'm this, I'm that. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. So how would you say before an event, the mindset exercise, that you would uh, try to do for your clients or for somebody who's doing an event, what would be your suggestion, your advice?
1: Sure. So first of all, I always work on the negative and the positive um, planes of the question. What if, so we hit fear when we say, what if no one turns up? Mm -hmm. What if I, what if I say something wrong? What if all the, the swag bags don't arrive right? What if, and we get down on that negative, so we're like, oh, anxiety kicks in. So when those questions come in, start or opposite them. What if the room's full? What if it looks so beautiful? What if people receive me so well? What if I transformed a life in my event and it like lights you up again? So that's the first step that you can do. And then also understanding that fear is not an actual thing. It's fear of the unknown. So right. we, don't, we haven't got to that day yet. So it's an unknown fear. And what I tend to do is try and disconnect. I teach this in some of my programs and I, and I call it the ethic code. It's literally like the fear disconnecting and having the unlocking code for fear is sitting back into the version of yourself who literally nails this event and know that the chatter and the fear and all the what ifs, it doesn't work out, is like an energy that you can disconnect to and just accept it's okay that you have those thoughts, but just put them to one side for a minute and breathe and relax into your physical state and try and see it from the outside if that makes sense see the fear see, see the see the chatter I see it as like an energetic ball and I literally say when I go through this Alicia I literally say Claire I'm just going to put that over there and you can get on and talk to yourself because I know it's not true I know it's the ego kicking in I know it's fierce so you can just go and chatter to yourself over there was I'm just going to lean back into so the higher version of myself is what I call the success boss I'm just going to lean into my success boss because she has courage she knows this is all going to be great so you put that disconnection between the fear and the I
0: love that I love 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 that because like you said the fear is on the unknown and and a lot of especially with the van there's variables that are unknown and if it's brand new to you the experience is brand new you have that anxiety so I absolutely love taking a step back looking at it from the outside in sometimes it gets hard with women because we and I say women because we have so many emotions and we're we're a lot of you know a lot of things men I find that when they have men clients uh, or sorry you know men centered events they, they deal with that fear in a different way, different capacity, because they just start kind of, you know, saying, oh, well, what if this doesn't happen? What about the ROI? And women are like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed about everything. So it's a different, it's a different kind of funny element between men and women and how they deal with fear themselves. And men sometimes aren't so forthcoming. But um, with women, now tell me about a time, I think, where you would have said to uh, somebody who was really, really anxious. I had one client a long time ago. She was super anxious about every single step, no matter what direction she went in. I remember this client was about a year ago, and she would contact me a lot (laughs) every day and ask about every single detail. She was very, very, very anxious. Um, And so what would you say if you had a client that had, you know, super anxiety, let's say, about an event, um is there something else would you talk to them about affirmations would you talk to them about a, an, another exercise that they could possibly do what would you say to the super anxious event goer
1: Okay so I think this is where the emotional intelligence comes in mm. and um I think you know with a lot of women we try and get things perfect we want everything to go absolutely smoothly and it's you know I say to my clients it's okay to not feel okay So it's okay that you are feeling like this. But the problem that happens is when they compound that emotion and they get worried that they feel that they're anxious. So we start to compress and compound those emotions that end up with this big snowball effect. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit like when you're having these thoughts or these feelings, you know, saying to yourself, it's okay that I feel like this. I haven't done this before. I haven't been in this position. Um, But I'm just going to put that to one side right now. And yes, definitely visualizations, affirmations, um, breathing techniques. I've used EFT, emotional freedom techniques. Mm. Um, But I really think the minute you go back into the, the, like for me, the version of myself, my successful self in all areas is the success boss. And so she knows how to cope with that. And I have a vision for that. Um, I have a meditation for that. So you kind of, when you start looking at the bigger version of you and the person who is at the event and what if this does work, then it kind of re-triggers the feelings within your body. You start to find the excitement again. And obviously, you know, the, the physical balance within the body through nervous, uh, nervousness and excitement gives off the same body chemicals, the same physical reactions. So I also say, you know, is um, instead of going, oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm anxious. What about I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. And just like reframe the wording because whether you're nervous or or fearful or or excited, the body is going to feel the same. It's just how you look at it back to the negative and the positive of the what ifs. Oh, so it's interesting. Framing, reframing, reframing, that's really
0: going on. Absolutely, the reframing. I want you to talk about, before, um, you know, before this is over, I want you to talk about EFT because I'm really interested to see how you help clients with EFT. Is there? Do you have to be in person for it? I don't know anything about that. So I'd love to hear how you integrate this into your coaching practice.
1: Sure. So, I help people to help themselves through EFT. So, um, show them the techniques. Um, I've got documents now that that I give to them. Um, Yes, no, you don't need to be in person, Um, but you obviously need to be physically tapping yourself. Uh, You can go and see a qualified EFT um, master, Um, but what you're basically doing, it's all based around energy on the Meridian line. So, you have like these, these motorway systems inside your body and when we've had a past event or somebody said something and an emotion was triggered, there's like a block. There's like, you know, a blockage on the motorway. And so what we do, we, it's a little bit like acupuncture. We, we hit on the um, parts of the meridian that help to unblock those and um, release that, that energy. So you're disconnecting because an event that could have happened, say, 20 years ago, you may have a trigger today. And the emotion today will feel just as raw as the emotion in the event twenty years ago. So what EF does, EFT does is starts to cut the rope between the two. So you know a past event happens, but if you're triggered this time, you don't have the big burst of emotion as if it's back then. You just go, Oh, I know this happened, but the emotion is disconnected.
0: Interesting. I I absolutely find that fascinating. I actually did tapping with my son uh, before bed. Um, And he had a lot of trouble going to bed. And it was very interesting how tapping worked. I mean, instantly, it was, you know, the second night, he he literally fell asleep. (laughs) Uh, Right after we did exercises, he did it himself. And it was it was really amazing. So I love you. utilizing that and knowing the background of how it works is really important, I think, for, for a lot of people as well.
1: Yes, definitely, yeah.
0: Absolutely, so thank you so much. Now, tell us more about how we can connect with you, how we can find you, um, if you have any amazing programs or freebies or something that we really could get in touch with you with
1: sure um so i have the claire louise chapman website um so you can go and tap me on there i'm on facebook um claire louise chapman and yeah i have a freebie um it is the success boss meditation so it's a guided meditation helping people to see themselves and embody you know the version of themselves that they are that they are looking for whether it's them in the relationship or in the job or you know health whatever area of life they're going through so i'd love to give that away to your viewers if we could put that absolutely somewhere. absolutely um, and also um just launched a book i'm a number one international um, oh, that's amazing author. yeah co-sizing along with um 24 other women it's a book called rise in pursuit of your empowerment and there's 25 women who all have opened up their hearts, shared their stories. Um, so I could also put a link on for that is just to, yeah, help, you know, help other women, help empower other women, um, to, to get the lives that they want. Um, I currently running some programs, um, always got programs on and I have a Facebook group, a closed Facebook group called the circle of success. Wonderful. So any women any woman's um, more than welcome to jump into there i always give away free value it's a great community like we said it's hanging out with the right people who are there to support you and not to push you down you know to to get on vision with your big dreams and help you get there and not squash them so yes yeah, really great community
0: I love it. And so I would like to do the last – do you have any last words or piece of advice for women that want to start their own event or retreat or workshop that are almost too afraid to to do the next step? What's your last kind of word of wisdom for them?
1: Um, I think, you know, it comes back to my uh, circle of success is hit that discovery stage first, which is, um, you know, really what is it? Or you may know what you don't want, but, you know, find out what is it that you want? What is it about that event? And what is your message? And then embody that. So start doing the visualization. What are you going to be wearing? What would your hair look like? Um, What would the tablecloth be like at the event? What flowers would you have around? And really start to embody it. And then take action already. And I don't mean physically going to book the events, but get your head around it. You know, how many days would it be? What would be in day one? What would you be doing in day two? And really start to map that out energetically, but also on your computer before you've even booked a venue. Because I think sometimes, like you say, when you jump straight out and book a venue, there's fear. You know, that's too big of a... And then just expand on that and really use meditation and visualization and stay in that energy of you holding this event and, you know, reach out to the people with the no, reach out to you, Alicia, you know, H- how do we do this? Because a lot of people think you book an event, you rock out and you say some stuff and they wonder why they hit fear because <laughs> they don't have the skills or the techniques or the strategies. Right. That- make it and enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. Don't just look for the end destination of the event. Enjoy planning it. Enjoy choosing your colours. Really awesome. embrace that moment today.
0: I love that, Claire. Thank you so so much for being a guest on my show. And I definitely will be in touch with some other amazing opportunities um, in the near future. So thanks so much for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's been great. Excellent. Thanks for
0: listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the event space.